Welcome, 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 welcome back to Left at the Light. I'm your host, Matt. Guys, thanks for downloading. Thanks for streaming. Thanks for sharing the episodes, um, subscribing, everything and everything. It helps a lot. It does. Um, and I appreciate it. And uh, it's awesome to hear from you guys. So a um, couple couple things. Uh, this episode, we're going to hear from Sucker Punch. We're going to hear from Jen and Chris, uh, who you just heard on our intro song. Um, Chris is the guy playing guitar there. Jen's the one singing. Um, thanks to uh, may, mostly Chris, but to everybody involved in putting together that um, theme song for me. Um, it's awesome. Got some great comments about it. People love it. And... Um, yeah, so thank you again. Uh, first episode of the season, we talked to Joe Diamond. Um, really cool show. If you guys haven't seen his show uh, or haven't heard this, the last episode, go ahead and jump back, listen to the last episode. Uh, you'll get a little bit of insight about Joe, and you also get a little insight on his show. Uh, and uh, he does a trick at the end of the show that I follow along with, that you can follow along with at home. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and go back and listen to it. Uh, we'll be here waiting for you to uh, talk to Sucker Punch. <laughs> um, as always, you guys, uh, amazing, amazing uh, reviews on the last episode. I really appreciate you guys reaching out and letting me know what you thought. Um, if you guys want to reach out to me, left at the light pod at gmail.com, feel free to drop me a line, an email. Um, I, I don't have an address, so it's going to have to be you know, through email, through this new wave technology. But uh, I would appreciate it uh, if you even if you have a business, if you have comments, criticisms, whatever. Um, I really appreciate hearing from people who listen to the podcast. It's really cool to uh, get feedback from you guys. But uh, yeah, if you do have a business or um, a person of interest, you know, we've we got a band on this show. We've had an author before. We had an American Ninja Warrior before. Um, feel free to email me. Um, we had, we had Joe diamond last week. Um, yeah, feel free to email me and say, Hey, here's who I want to hear from. So I would appreciate that. Um, so again, guys, thanks for jumping in and listening. Um, I hope I'm finding you, uh, just relaxing at home, just, you know, saying, Hey, I'm just going to sit down and listen to a podcast or, uh, driving to work, uh, ready just to start your week or something like that. Um, and that you could start your day out with uh, this podcast, my podcast, uh, with Sucker Punch here. Um, so, guys, sit back, enjoy your commute, your relaxation time, um, or whatever, what, however you listen to the podcast. You know, let me know. Like, I'm, I'm curious. I, I listen to podcasts uh, generally on my way home from work. Um, you know, when I'm kind of down like downtime kind of, you know, cause I, I, I drive an hour for my job. Uh, so it's a good time for me to kind of unwind a little bit and, uh, you know, just kind of listen to something other than music and just kind of wind down my day. So, um, I'm curious, uh, go ahead and let me know, like, how do you, how do you listen to the podcast? When do you listen to the podcast? That'd be cool to know. And, uh, anyways, um, so that's, that's it for me on the intro part here, guys. So uh, we're going to jump in. We're going to talk to Sucker Punch. Uh, enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you on the back end. No swearing. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm here with Chris. I'm here with Jen from Sucker Punch. How are you guys doing today? 
great. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're just, we're going to jump right in. Uh, tell me, tell me about the band, how you guys all met, who's in the band, the oh basic Lord. stuff first. All right, Jen, we'll take, all begin. take it away. <laughs> I mean, first, it was a two-piece. Um, I was kind of stalking Mark Conzen, um after I had my daughter because I wanted to get back out on the scene again. I've been in a couple other projects um, prior to having a kid. Um, and I just started coming out to his acoustic gigs, and then I knew that I had always wanted um, to play with Mr. Ricardo Blotto, Chris, um, and I also had always sought Greg Rapp as a drummer, and I kind of just, from many times crossing paths with them in the past um, at Monster Jams and just the scene in general, I just asked them if they wanted to do a project, and they agreed. Yeah. <laughs> that so, was their so first Chris mistake. That, yeah, okay, I did, I did want to work with her. Oh, no, for sure. Uh, I had been stalking Jen for... Uh, <laughs> For years prior as well, uh, I was in a band called the Party Hardigans, and you could see the end was coming. And uh, our drummer Dave Ortega, he always seems who's to from come Woodstock. Up. Yeah, who's from Woodstock, always seems to come up. Uh, <laughs> we went to Nellie's and saw her band, and I'm like, dude, we should totally get her to replace our singer, and maybe go in a different direction. And he just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then uh, next thing I know, about two weeks later, they were already in a band together forming a new project yes. <laughs> so it's like damn Dave but it comes full circle and you know I've known cons for a million years and him and I did an acoustic project a million years ago and uh, he started doing it with Jen so I'm messaging him going if you ever need a full band keep me posted let me know and they did so little yeah. did I know she wanted to be in a band with me now she's like oh what was I thinking no you are <laughs> just, super talented <laughs> no, he's super talented. He's been in all sorts of projects and is still in all sorts of projects. Yes. So, and he's got lots of cool guitar tones. So, what yeah. singer wouldn't want that yeah. in their project? <laughs> so, how long has the band been together? Over two years. Yeah. Solid. Say, We're I'd like say. over the honeymoon phase. Yeah. That's usually like the 14 month mark, I think we decided, yeah. right? Yeah. If you get through that, then you're good. So, and one of those years was COVID. COVID so, <laughs> yeah. Two years we've been together, but I've probably known Ricardo for, I don't know, like four or five years at least, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. since uh, Super Crush. Yes. Actually, our bands played together at Cubby Bear North. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Um, what band were you Alternative in? Nation and Sea Factor. Oh, Cubby Sea Bear Factor. North. That I was my play. original band. Yes, I actually do. I, I did know that. Oh yeah? Yes. You do a little you do a little fact checking on me? <laughs> I, I had seen it somewhere before. Yeah. Um just I probably just online or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean that's the thing about the Chicago music scene is you're gonna cross paths like eventually with everybody who is talented and yeah. musical. So whether you know it or not. Right. Later on you'll figure it out. Yeah. It's kind of like when you like watch a movie from the the nineties now and you're like, Oh my gosh, they were in that movie? Like you yeah. don't recognize them then, but mm -hmm. you recognize them now. So yeah, no, super ex super happy to be in them, a project with these guys. Ditto. <laughs> uh, so how long have you been singing? Um, that's a very loaded question. I mean, probably like terribly <laughs> um, <laughs> since I was like five. Um, okay. But I was in choirs in high school, um, jazz choir, madrigals, all those kind of things. Um, 
And then I started doing karaoke in college, you know, and nice. started uh, that started giving me more confidence. And then I actually um, was really close with uh, Jessica Robinson, who was on Rockstar in Excess, and she was in a successful band called Cover Girl. And she kind of uh, inspired me to hit the stage myself. So I like 2008, I think I actually ended up being in in C Factor was my first project. And then from then on, I just kept kept at it. How long have you been playing? Oh my goodness. Let's see. What, what started it? Because I know like people who play guitar, generally there's just a start and just you just go. Um, I you just wanted to get hot chicks. No, <laughs> not initially. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's now. <laughs> no, I, so what I think it was is my brother was taking guitar lessons in like the next room, you know, in his bedroom. And I would kind of sit in and, you know, kind of watch the lessons. And then they would finish the lesson and everybody would walk out of the room and I would do everything the guy was teaching him how to do. And I think I wound up getting better than my brother and he was basically like take take the guitar the first million goes to mom wow (laughs) needless to say mom has still not a millionaire but (laughs) she's still way i don't even know if she knows that story but uh yeah and that and like the the guitar solo from heartbreaker from led zeppelin okay it's like yeah i want to be able to do that so it's a great song yeah (laughs) what was the first song you learned Oof, uh, probably like Smoke on the Water, yeah, <laughs> like probably a million other people. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I took lessons myself, I, I can't play, uh, but Smoke on the Water was the first yeah. one I learned. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be a common common first tune. It's, you know, it's pretty easy for that, just that riff, you know. Right. So, a whole song, I don't know, I couldn't, don't know if I could tell you what whole song I first learned. <laughs> uh, so, music influences, well, what are some of your influences that music choices boy um weird al yankovich no i'm just yes, kidding <laughs> totally and uh and gallagher <laughs> no so obviously zeppelin was a big one and then van halen acdc rush these are all you know young young influences that made me want to play guitar um then it kind of switched over to like Ingve malmsteen and you know not that i can play like that but those were some aha moments was like like the, the solo from Heartbreaker, and then maybe like Hot for Teacher, like wow, you know, and then, and then Van Halen in general, and then all of a sudden Malmsteen came out and it was like, holy crap, it's a whole nother thing. And that's where I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> so I'll, you know, I'll try, but you know, I'm never gonna get like that. So, so that was early influences and what maybe gave me the drive, you know, yeah. Uh. Now, what about you? Influences? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I have a lot of, like, I actually prefer male vocalists. Um, like, I grew up in the 90s, so a lot of, like, of that angry music I really enjoyed, uh, Chris Cornell and such. But performer-wise, I mean, I am a huge Gwen Stefani fan, <laughs> okay. um, no doubt. Um, and now, I mean, like, there's Pink, and I, I mean, she's great, um, obviously quite a performer. I'm not going to be flying from the ceiling an aerial artist or anything I, like no, that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've I, there's so many, like, performers that I, uh, Freddie Mercury is incredible. Um, I just love people that are really out there and trying to get the audience involved. That's always been who I've been dr- drawn to watching. Vocally, I think there's, like, millions of great singers in the world um 
I, I'm not going to say I, I'm the best at all. I think that it's more about can you connect with your audience? Can you be engaging? And can you like connect uh, the music to the people, like or the like the meaning behind the music to the people? That to me is like the, why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, so yeah, th- I would say those are probably the main influences for me. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I'm curious, um, like some of your favorite guitar players. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's see. We can say Jimmy Page, <laughs> Eddie Van Halen, <laughs> um, Ingvay Malmsteen. You know, early early influences. Now, now nowadays, it's kind of everybody seems to play fast and faster. I'm not sure. I feel there's a whole lot of feeling in that stuff. It's just like, how fast can I play? Um, lately, like Phil X is pretty awesome. Phil X and the Drills, uh, Richie Kotzen, um, and these guys are also you know songwriters too so it's not like they can just shred and that's all they do but they're they're pretty decent songwriters and i think lately the last 10 years or so it's been kind of songwriting and you know structures of the songs and the lyrics and the meaning of the songs that are attracting me more than how good is the band you know it's like what uh, jason isbell for example great songwriter but he also plays phenomenal guitar but you know he's a He's a big one for me lately. Um, getting back into like a lot of old outlaw country type stuff, you know, just good songwriting and um, guitar players now from that country, uh, that country genre, they're just phenomenal. They're, they're crazy and I cannot play like that, but I want to, you know, that chicken picking and, and all that stuff. You still got time. Yeah, well, yeah, I think, I don't know, age might be a limitation to some aspect, but like Billy Strings is, is crazy. I'm not sure if you're familiar yeah, with yeah, him, but yeah, that's, familiar, yeah, that stuff is like, just blows my mind, you know? <laughs> he was supposed to do a show, I think it was last year during COVID, they got canceled. Uh, COVID. Yeah. yeah, he's coming back. I just saw some, yep, just saw some uh, some tour dates. I mean, with a last name like Strings, you have to be good at a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> or I don't know, yo-yos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like those are your two yeah. options. <laughs> strings right, or yo-yos. Strings. What are you gonna do for a living? Play guitar. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's playing at like Wind Trust Stadium or something like that. Whatever that is. I think it's some, probably downtown. Yeah, I don't know, but. <laughs> um, all right, so tell me some of uh, like favorite shows that you guys done have done or I mean do you guys prefer like a bar venue or do you prefer outdoor festivals Hmm. I prefer both yeah um for different reasons though yeah I mean I think festivals are always fun because you get like a large spectrum of ages and just seeing how they are all like excited about it in different ways you know you have your kids running around like crazy animals in the front of the stage and then you have your grandma and grandpa in the back like tapping their toes you know so it's it's fun in that way um but bar shows i mean obviously like music is very much about letting go and you know alcohol and music pair really nice together so (laughs) um i'm always a a fan of that you know 1 a.m everybody's a sweaty mess and just really into the music i mean you can't that 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 uh experience is one of a kind including us well yeah sometimes we we uh, join (laughs) that as well but that's fun too (laughs) Um, but yeah, best show. I mean, there's a lot of great venues in Chicago. Um, that's why last year was so hard was because we were limited to our basements. Um, you know, like yeah. Dirty Nellies, like you mentioned, is a great venue. I, I really enjoy like the tailgaters and 
I'm trying to think what else. Um, but even like down the city, Duffy's, that yeah. used to be a fun one. McGee's. Mm-hmm. I remember McGee's, they had like, um, what do you call them? Pallets for the, like your stage. And like, I remember like jumping on it and feeling like I was going to break right through <laughs> at any point, my four inch stage. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like both. I mean, how about you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it just depends on the night, you know? Yeah, could go either way. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of like performing at like restaurants like that you're they're eating spaghetti in front of you like <laughs> that can be a little awkward Where you're sometimes. Just background music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean I get it. I get like going there for entertainment pur- purposes, but I prefer if the audience is wants to see you. They're there for that reason. So for sure. Has there been any shows that have just been like terrible? <laughs> we're not allowed to say <laughs> terrible in we're what way we're not supposed to bash other companies right <laughs> I don't know has, has there been a terrible show I don't know not with these guys that, yeah that not with this of. band no yeah I remember like early in my career we played for a venue where the timing was just bad like they had us playing way too early and we were literally playing to like the bar staff and it was frustrating because you know you you show up and you want your A game and, and there's no one there except for like the cook in the back and you're like, <laughs> which they always seem to enjoy it though. The <laughs> they're always, excited. The cooks always love it. <laughs> cause they're like, I actually get to watch it cause yeah. they're not cooking. <laughs> something else to do. But yeah, I mean, they all have like something to learn from each show, you know, even if they're bad. With the holidays approaching, there's always something special happening in and around McHenry County you do not want to miss. That's where the Weekender comes in. From live shows at Rouse Center to Illinois' number one farmer's market at the Dole and everything in between, the Weekender has you covered. Get your free subscription at mchenrycountyliving.com slash the-weekender. Still want more? Follow McHenry County Living on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. McHenry County Living is a proud program sponsor of Left at the Light. How do you guys get like prepared or like psyched up for a show? Is there anything special that you do? Um, well, <laughs> I other, other than maybe <laughs> psyched up. Um, I get psyched up. Um, it's so opposite of my real life. That's enough for me. Like I, I uh, I'm a physical th- therapist in my real life. It's my like my Clark Kent. So just driving to the venue is usually enough to pump me up to get excited about it. So there's not really a routine. I don't like have any weird rituals. Jen, Jen's figuring out my normal routine is just to freak out. <laughs> oh and, yeah. Until, until yeah, we're like halfway through the first set. This is yeah. true. Yeah. When he's like setting up his gear, he's like a sweaty, panicky mess. Yeah. I'm just, nervous? I, it's not nervous. It's um, like, anxiety <laughs> you know it, it's really that's all it is like i'm just like uh i just want everything to be right and i don't want to make everybody look bad and i just want to get there get things going and once it gets moving i'm like okay i can take a breath now and get into the show and relax but yeah it's it's not it's not stage fright at all it's just it's just anxiety it's really well and it's anxiety. been this year has been rougher because we've it's been mostly acoustic, so we've been having to bring our own sound, and yeah, I'm not and that sure adds another element of stress. Like, kudos to all the sound people <laughs> in Chicagoland because that 
can, you know, I mean, you can set, be the greatest singer and guitar player in the world. And if you don't have a good sound tech or you don't have it figured out and something's not plugged in right, you might as well go home. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's that important. So that's been definitely, I feel like, a part of the anxiety yeah. this year. Yeah, we got to a gig on St. Patty's Day and uh, I brought my mixer, which is all digital, runs off the iPad. Khan's brought his uh, speaker, Bose speaker system, which is like a bass module that's a big square, sits on the floor, and then these towers tap into it. So it's real convenient to set up super, super fast. Super easy, yeah. Like when we were doing it, um, it was like we went from my, my system with, you know, two speakers, two monitors, cables, and power cables to everything. It was like 45 minute setup to integrating Khan's Bose thing, and it took. 15 minutes you know it's like wow we have all this extra time but then we did a three-piece with cons um and cons is like i have a powered mic i need phantom power and i'm like well i have no idea how to do what that. does that even mean <laughs> yeah. what like, does it all mean basil so, so, so we're, we're, we're googling like, yeah, phantom yeah, power yeah. like what the yep. and just plug I, it into the sky it'll work yep i had no idea how to get that to work luckily there was like an sm58 sitting on the yeah. side of the stage there, for someone like was a looking DJ out for or us. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they're like, just plug that in and let's go. And that's how it worked. But <laughs> once again, that whole like, ah, right. freaking it, out until everything's like actually Five working. minutes, four minutes, yeah. three minutes. Yeah. And showtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, I mean, we had uh, a gig where we set up, um, it wasn't with these guys, but another one where I brought my thing out and it has a little antenna on it and the antenna must have broken. And we're like, we can't get the Wi-Fi to hook up to the iPad, so oh. we can't even get the system off mute, you know? So we wound up, like, sticking a guitar string in where the where the antenna goes, and we got some signal. Created, <laughs> created rabbit ears Cre- yeah, for Wi-Fi. Yeah, created rabbit ears. And then after that, we're like, all right, let's get the Wi-Fi router for the system. And haven't had that problem since. Nice. <laughs> got to improvise, make it work. Yeah, and That's it did. So it true. was like whew, one of those... Hence why I freak out until we're actually going, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this real quick, because, like, I got my mixer right here, and there's a phantom power button on it, and I'm like, what's that do? <laughs> yeah, well, I, we know, I, but I we don't, I don't yeah. know. cons can show up now, so and you can play. like, a speaker that needs power to it to run, I would assume, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Like, why would you want a microphone like that? <laughs> fancy. It's fancy. It, it must be fancy if cons has it. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's probably like a $1,300 microphone to do $100 acoustic gigs. <laughs> but that's cons. <laughs> uh, so tell me about like the area that you guys play. You guys pretty much stay around here? Or? Yeah, so I mean, we I mean, we hit all the suburbs, northwest, south. Got a Michigan, Michigan gig. gig coming yeah. up. Wherever they'll have us and they'll pay us <laughs> to be there. Yeah, right? I mean, really. Yeah. Um, definitely, I think that we have some favorite like places that have us back. So, I mean, we tend to go back to those places a lot. Um, I'm from Woodstock, so I know I've played those venues a lot, which I'm appreciative of because I love, I can't wait for my vocal, like old vocal director to walk by and be like, huh? I told her to sing with her diaphragm. She's still not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we, we usually stick to the suburbs or city, city too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm kind of wherever they'll have us uh, yeah. as long as it makes sense you know yeah so um so as far as like the summer coming up do you, what kind of dates do you guys got coming up 
Oh, geez, I just I made the calendar. Oh, Lordy. I mean, we have some good ones coming up in... Um, you made a fancy poster. I know. Can I? Can you guys stall while I pull it up really quick? Yeah, so uh, so, so I don't know where Jen gets what, her... What, what you drinking there, Chris? Uh, I've got a little... Apple juice. Some bourbon from... What is it? Clark and Sheffield? Sheffield yeah. It's like Benny's, oh, okay. Benny's home brand, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's better than Jim Beam. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're supporting the local city. I got a Mick Ultra just to wash it down with, just because I can't drink bourbon the whole. So the weird (laughs) thing about like (laughs) this year, this year like when we were scheduling, um, as like things were starting to open up, we were like, okay, like we were super excited that stuff was going to be booking, but we booked a lot of acoustic gigs because we didn't know what like if festivals were going to happen, our bars going to open, we don't know, so. We, you know, a lot of our gigs are still acoustic three pieces because a lot of venues are still staying on the safe end of things. Um, but we've, we've nabbed a couple of good, um, like we're playing Blarney Island this year in August, August 7th. Um, we've got the Oar, Broken Oar, at the end of um, August as well. So I don't, even, I don't even know about half these days. Uh, <laughs> Nico's, Nico's, Nico's Red yeah. Mill Inn in uh, Woodstock. Woodstock. We're playing there yeah. in July, July 11th, I think. Yeah, Or no, July 9th. Don't want to say the wrong day. They're going to show up on Sunday. Right. Where is this right. band? <laughs> um, well, I'll put it at the end of the episode. Too, and we're so. at we're at Cobb's this week. So, um, but just acoustic once again. Like a lot of places, we're not not sure which way they wanted to go with booking. So we just yeah. took and, what we could. And that's a thing. Like all of a sudden. Oh yeah! It's like, like two weeks ago, <laughs> right. the, the floodgates are open, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm having a hard time keeping up. I'll be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, like it's we just like, got called to do Strawberry Fest yeah. yesterday, and they're like, "Can you do the headlines?" Oh, no. yeah. yeah, and we were like, "Uh, sure." Yeah, and and one of my other bands' uh, acoustic thing. It's such a long story, but we were asked as well, and I'm like, it's Friday at twelve. The the, the other two guys that I have as options. Uh, they have to work, you know, and I should be working too. So I'm like, nah, we're not going to do it. And then I get a message from these guys. You guys want to do it? So he passed on it and <laughs> so then I'm we like, picked it I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick to that. I have to work thing just so it doesn't seem weird. <laughs> if you're listening, Josh, don't, uh, don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're excited though. I mean, um, I'm glad to be playing outside and I love fest season. It's always a good time. Yeah. It's, it seems like the grind is back already. Yeah. yeah you know. for real. So, yeah. uh, last year, what were you guys doing? Were you guys doing some of the, like the Facebook live shows and stuff like that? Yeah. We dabbled in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to stay present during the whole thing. It was definitely different. Um, having to like manage your fans on a, you know, screen eight by 12 screen, as opposed to like out in front of you. Um, but it was cool too because we reached a, a much wider audience. Like I had people like in California that had never gotten to show, come to a show. They're yeah. like, "Oh, cool! This is a cool way to watch you." So, and I think we did a pretty good job. We tried to improve it every couple weeks, like how we were um, providing it. Like the sound was better every couple. We tried adding lights, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that happened. Yeah, it was fun. At least I hope to think that happened. I know. Right? Yeah, I had cousins. In we New got Jersey sponsored by watching. alcohol companies. You know, yeah. Yeah. it was good. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then we did the the Christmas Huntley Fall Fest. Oh uh, yeah, that was fun. That was that was a blast. At Soad Hop or whatever yeah. over Hornet. in Huntley. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been there. I just recently found out that it was there. Yeah. Yeah, was, I didn't know it was there either. There's another place that just opened up there in Villa Park, but they're also in Huntley. It's called More Brewing. Okay. Mm. Nice place. I don't know if they do music there. I I definitely. I 
no, they have a beer garden and stuff. But we played a uh, scorched earth a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. During mm-hmm. the, they we had a couple of gigs during the summer that were um, out in McHenry County area, so it was fun. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, last thing, oh. how long are we going to keep this going? The this the podcast. Okay. <laughs> this podcast. Um, I don't know. I mean, have we gotten into the juicy stuff yet? Um, with either thing, um, I don't see it any time. Is no, this one you're breaking up with me right no, now? Yeah. This is a really weird way you to do it, Ricardo. You. <laughs> <laughs> On the this is odd. I told you I'm feeling burnt out already. Feeling very Jerry Springer right now. You're gonna bring me the results. <laughs> Maury. Oh, is it Maury? Oh, damn it. Sorry, I'm terrible with my white trash shows. No, I, um, I have no plan on leaving unless they boot me. So. Good. All right, it's not gonna happen. No, I mean I think that. And Jen's the band, so... That's not true. Whatever. Um, what, what is kind of magical about... So I was in a project early on in my career, and I always loved it because we... I was really, like, naive and not worried about anything then, and what really made it fun was that I didn't care about what anybody thought of anything. And so... But then when, when we were towards the end, we were trying to become more perfectionistic, and we were trying to get, like, up, you know, like, MDR level of booking, and it was starting to become not so much fun anymore. So um, when we, like, fast forward to this coming together, like, that was a big objective, is obviously you want to play quality music. I mean, you want people to be like, wow, you're great. But also, you want to have fun, and I really think that the four of us do have fun. Um, and I think that comes through on stage and the audience likes that. And if that stops happening, then we'll stop happening. But I don't see that happening right. anytime soon. Right. So. Very accurate. Yeah. Was that a good answer? Yeah. Okay, phew. Yeah, okay. So much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought my life was on the line for this band. No, no, <laughs> no not at all. Um, I, I, th- I thought of one more question that I forgot I wanted to ask earlier. Oh, not allowed. You said that was the last one. Sorry. No. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I, I'm not done. Uh, favorite song Oh, favorite song to perform. Um, well, can I pick two? Sure. Okay. Um, I really enjoy right now playing Girl Crush because his guitar, Ooh. I like his guitar in that one. It's I know it's like very staccato-y and plain, yeah. but, um, and it's just a cool song because it's very, it's by um, Little Big Town, right? I couldn't tell you. That's the wrong I think it is a little bit town. It's wrong, kind of country-ish. Wrong, wrong genre, but I like it because country. it's like a big left turn. Like, we're very, like, high energy, and then it's like, but, like, the audience is always singing along, and you're like, oh, all right, this is cool. Because um, we do it really good. Yeah. Especially no, it, when Kanz is there and has those high backups. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The harmonies are necessary, for I sure. I just want to let you know before I ask him, I just thought of another question. Go ahead, favorite. Oh, wait, you got oh, yeah, she had, I had she two. Had two. I'm, I'm still thinking of number cool. one. You have you have a 30 seconds okay. while I say the other song. Uh, the other song that I enjoy doing, um, which I probably on a personal level sang, I would say close to a thousand times um, at this point in my career. Um, What's up by Four Non Blondes? Because. Okay. It, honestly, what I like about it, though, is that all the boys sing along on that song. <laughs> like, you look in the audience, and it's it's not just the girls. It's the guys, too. And that part always I, gets me. Because there's so many guy songs that I sing that the girls sing along with it, so it's a nice juxtaposition. Like, um, But, yeah, that's definitely the jam I, I the like. the guys like that song because it's easy to sing. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. How about you over there? I gave you plenty of time. Um, I would have to say Bobby McGee because she kills it. <laughs> she kills it. And it's so funny because I've never played it before until I played it with these guys. 
and um, I learned it's like the pink version, right? Right, yeah. And the guitar player on the video that I work off of, I have to literally review every, like before every gig we do, I have to just go through the songs, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so I, I like watch the video <clears throat> and play along with it. And I still live when I'm playing with her, fuck up the same <laughs> part, mess up the same part that the guitar player does in the video and she kind of gives him a little stink side eye <laughs> oh it's every so singer has a side it, eye it, it, it's so funny because it's like it must be just ingrained in me that go to the wrong chord that's funny you <laughs> literally learned it the way he's playing yeah totally totally <laughs> you notice when he messes up uh that song yes. no, that song or which song no Every um song. that is i do i fuck up all the time i'll just be honest I'm you add flavor i just like yes. i forget lyrics yeah. all the time yeah. and um, i never notice but <laughs> notice when i'm flubbing no i mean it's definitely it's 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 uh it puts a, it's like a little crimp in the song you know it's like okay but it's fine it adds flavor it adds flavor no, I guarantee, yeah, unless there's, you know, someone that's a guitar player yeah. in the audience, and then yeah. they're like, ah, in the back, usually, mm. ju- on the, their little judgy face on. Come back and <laughs> point at you. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I'm fine with it. Exactly. I know. Because <laughs> you know it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all the questions I have, I promise. All right, you guys, there it is. Uh, that was my talk with Jen and Chris from Sucker Punch. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I did uh, recording it. And um, let me know what you thought of the episode. Email me. My name is Matt. You can find me at leftatthelight at gmail.com. And uh, check out our Facebook page too. You can you can message me through the Facebook Messenger on that as well. Um, just search Left at the Light. And, uh, or if you, you can always, if you see my posts on the different community pages, you can uh, find my Facebook page through there. Uh, just click on it. And then there's a little send message thing on there. You can just click on that and be like, hey, Matt, love the episode. <laughs> um, but no, I, in all honesty, guys, I appreciate comments. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate just uh, you guys listening to the uh, podcast. It's really cool to uh, put something out there, give something to the community a little bit. Um promote some businesses, promote some people, their, their businesses, their bands, their shows, uh, what, whatever it is. Um, it's kind of cool to do that. And I know, uh, future episodes coming up are, uh, pretty important, um, to those businesses. So please listen to them, go to the business. If it's something you're interested in, um, or go to like, go to a show at for sucker punch, um, or go to Joe's, Joe Diamond show, you know, whatever it is, you know, that's, that's what we're here to do. We're here to promote the community, promote locally owned businesses and, uh, people and their services, whatever it is. Uh, all that being said, guys, email me, let me know who you want to hear from. Uh, give me some comments. Uh, you know, whatever platform you listen to, um, the podcast on, I know a majority of people listen to this on Apple podcasts. Uh, that seems to be the place to go. If you, if you look up podcasts and you're starting a podcast or you have a podcast, I guarantee most of your audience is coming from Apple Podcasts. Um, but we are out there on different platforms. If it's this is not the platform for you, uh, I have them all listed on the Facebook page as well. Um, if you look at the very first post, it's pinned. Um, so you can see, you know, if you prefer Anchor or you prefer 
pocket casts or whatever it is. It's, I have uh, several listed on there. So uh, if there's one that you prefer over the other that you listen to most of your podcasts on, check that out. If it's not on there, email me. I'll get it for you. It's not hard to do. Honestly, uh, a little insight to uh, doing this is Apple Podcasts is the hardest one and takes the longest to get your podcast on. Uh, so if you are, I, I, there's a million podcasts out there, but if you happen to want to start a podcast, work on that one first. Uh, don't expect it to uh, be available right away. So uh, get that going, you know, in process before you're introducing your podcast. Um, just a little insight and <laughs> a little annoyance <laughs> as well. Um, but anyways, I'm, I'm getting off track a little bit here. Uh, if you want to check out Sucker Punch, uh, they got a couple events coming up. Um, Acoustic at EPI, which is in Chicago. Uh, and you can also see them at Whiskey River. I should probably tell you when those are happening. Uh, Saturday, November 27th at 8 p.m. Sucker Punch is at EPI. That's a, just a acoustic. Uh, December 17th, 9 p.m. Sucker Punch will be at R Whiskey River. Um, so check that out. Uh, some things to do during uh, winter that is coming our way, it seems, as I saw snow recently, which was not fun. Um, not looking forward to shoveling my driveway but I do have a snowblower and a child, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I look forward to the next episode with you. Uh, I, I failed to look at my list to uh, see what the next episode is going to be. because uh, It's already recorded. It's ready to go. All I got to do is talk at the front part of it and the back part of it and then put it together and then hit send. Anyways. So thanks again. Uh, email me, like I said, leftatthelightpod at gmail.com. So good to have you guys here and uh, coming through your stereo, your headphones, your speakers, whatever. Um, maybe you listen to it through your Alexa or your iPad or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, um, we're going to finish up this episode. A little something special for you guys. You heard them in the front of the show with the theme song. Now you're going to hear them at the back of the th show with a little acoustic performance for you. Um, so sit back and relax and enjoy the end. Um, and with Jen and Chris um, from Sucker Punch. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Matt. Goodbye, everybody. I was going to start like three times there. <laughs> Bussy flat in Baton Rouge, waiting for a train. And I was feeling about as faded as in my jeans. Bobby thumped diesel down just before the rain. Rode us all the way in New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out, out my dirty red bandana. I was singing songs while Blotto played the blue oh, Windshield whoppers slapping time I was holding Bobby's hand in mine We sang every song that driver knew Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing Well that's all that Bobby left of me Oh, feeling good was easy loud when he sang the blues. Feeling good was good enough for me. 